Whether a date night or family holiday outing, Meadowlark's Winter Walk of Lights is the perfect way to experience the magic of the holidays. The half-mile walk through Vienna's enchanting Meadowlark Botanical Gardens features lighted nature themes and sparkling displays. Get your tickets now at winterwalkoflights.com. Extend your holiday season and beat the rush with a weeknight visit in November or early December. Plan your visit and buy tickets at winterwalkoflights.com. That's winterwalkoflights.com. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. I'm in my year of jubilee. I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we thank you that this is our meta month. This is a month we're going to see progress. This is a month we're going to see results. This is a month we're going to see your hand move in our favor. What you have not done in previous months will do this month. What has not happened in previous years will happen this month. What has not happened in previous decades, it will all happen in one month. Woo. Come on, 915. I said it will all happen in one month. And we thank you that it is so. Release this over your life. Say, this is my meta month. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's go to work. So this new series we started on Wednesday is called Meta. Everybody say Meta. You've heard of the word meta from Facebook changing its corporate name to meta. You've heard of the metaverse. It's a virtual world you create within the world you see. And for many of you, hear me, you're about to create a world in the world that you see that's better than the world that you see. Hear me, you're about to call things that be not as though they were and they're going to be. You're about to speak things into existence. You're about to go from the back to the front, from the bottom to the top, from overlooked to overbooked. I need you to open your mouth with authority and say, this is my meta month. Meta has several definitions. Number one, it means a change in your position or condition. It does not mean that your current condition and position is bad. It just means that it's about to upgrade and it's about to change. Watch me. Your position indicates what it is that you do. Your condition indicates how you are. What you do and how you are are about to change this month. You will not walk around sad because in your meta month, sadness got to go. You will not walk around with anxiety and depression because in your meta month, anxiety and depression can't stay around you. You will not walk around with your head down because in your meta month, lift up your head, oh ye gates. And, all right? It means behind. There's some things this month you're finally going to put behind you. You're going to put your ex behind you. You're going to put those bad relationships behind you. You're going to put your failures behind you. You're going to put what you were grieving over behind you. You're going to put those negative thoughts behind you. Then it means after. That for many of you, you're stuck in the before stage. You've never gotten to your after. It's like those talk shows that used to come on. Uh, I used to love them. Ricky Lake and Sally Jesse Raphael. Y'all remember her with the big red glasses and and Donahue sometimes, 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 Oprah and all the rest of them, they would always do these before and after shows. They would show you what people look like before, then they would go take them into a process mm, where they could see progress, mm, and then they would be in their after. Your after is your meta. And for some of you, your process and your progress have gone on for long enough. This month, you're about to see meta. Just for those of you that can say, I've been waiting on some stuff for a long time, and I may not be where I want to be, but I can sure enough thank God that I'm not where I used to be. 915 fist bump, somebody say, you're about to get to your after. 
The Bible says that after Job prayed for his friends, that God gave him double for his trouble. The Bible says after you've done the will of the Lord, then you shall receive what is promised. I wish you'd lay your hands on yourself, say you're getting your after. After you've been faithful, you're getting that this month. After you've been consistent, you're getting that this month. After you've stepped out on faith, you're getting that this month. After you stepped out of the boat and walked on the water, you're getting that this month. Then it means a cross. The children of Israel had to cross the Red Sea for we don't know how long. There's two million people standing in front of the Red Sea. God routes them there. Pay attention to this. God routes them to an impossible circumstance. He routes them to an impossible situation. Hear me. It is God that has you exactly where you are. I don't like your silence. It is God. You keep saying, why am I in this? Look at me. God has you exactly where you are. And can I tell you this? He routed you there on purpose. Because it's been a while since you've seen a miracle for yourself. It's been a while since you've seen an impossibility become possible. And for some of you in the month of March, God says, I'm about to show you that I'm a miracle working God. I'm about to show you that I'm the God that'll change it suddenly. I'm about to show you that I'm the God of miracles, signs, and wonders. He routes them to the Red Sea. And when he routes them to the Red Sea, Pharaoh's pursuing them with the intent to kill them. Pharaoh wasn't coming just to get them back to enslave them again. Pharaoh said, if I can't have you, ain't nobody going to have Pharaoh's behind them. There's a mountain blocking one way, the Red Sea one way, and, and, and God is running interference in this other place. Pay attention. So what's going on? God says, you're, going, you're getting ready to cross the Red Sea. So two million people in a mixed multitude. You got some elderly folks. You got some folks that can swim, some folks that can't swim. You got kids. You have livestock. You have animals. You have babies. You have those that are nursing. This is not, look at me, this is not the best group to cross over. This is not the best scenario. Is there anybody in this building or online where some of the scenarios in your life, you're like, God, this is not the best scenario to get through this. That's only because you think you're going to have to swim through it. I don't like your silence. That's only because of how you think it's about to go down. But in your meta month, I'm going to tell you, God is about to flip the script on you. We ain't swimming over this. God tells Moses, lift your hands. And when Moses lifts his hands, God sends a wind. And that wind blows back one part of the water, blows back another part of the water. Then it dries up the mud, which means what I thought was going to be a messy situation ain't even that messy because I'm going to walk over on dry land. Touch your neighbor say, you're going across this month, this month, this month. Uh-uh, uh-uh. How many times I got to teach y'all this? When you say something like that, the person next to you should put a praise behind it and be excited about it. Tell somebody next to you, say, you're going across this month. For somebody, this is going to be your first six-figure month ever. That's what you're going to make in one month. God, that's what you're going to make in... Wish I had faith in here. Somebody holler, I'm going across. They're in there before. They're looking at the Red Sea. God says, I'm about to flip the script. Because <laughs> you're going to, me, you're going to do something crazy that doesn't even make sense. You're going to lift your hands, Moses, which means you're going to worship. And when you worship, while you're worshiping, I'm going to send wind. And this wind isn't, go- watch me, this wind's going to feel like a storm. But it's not a storm. Watch me, it's a sequence. What's the difference? I am literally, through your worship, I'm going to send what you need to get across. The Bible says when they get across, and when they get across, Pharaoh doesn't come into the water, but Pharaoh's army does. God jams the wheels of their chariots, so God drowns Pharaoh's army, which means, I need you to look at somebody, say, your past will not catch up to you. I need to find just four of y'all. God. Some of you are like, well, what if it comes back? Look at me. It won't. Let me get very prophetic. Well, what if it hits my credit? Let me prophesy. It won't. They're about to cancel the debt. They're about to forgive the debt. I don't know who's worried about that repo, but that repo is not going to even hit your stuff. Touch your neighbor so your past will not catch up to you. God's about to drown your past. He drowns the army. (laughs) And when he drowns the army, 
Moses and two million others. Hey, Pharaoh. See, God's going to leave one of them alive so they can run, go tell that they made it across. Let me help some of y'all. God, why you ain't doing nothing with my enemies? He's going to leave some of them because he needs them to go tell the rest of your haters she made it. He needs them to, watch me, let them look. Don't make your Instagram private. Keep it public. Let them, let them watch. You about to watch me cross over. You're about to watch me move in what God has ordained. Say it's my metam up. Putting some things behind you. You're going to get to your after. You're going across. After is intentionally there again. God is reiterating the importance that you're getting to your after. And then finally, beyond. Say beyond. beyond. In Denver, um, I talked to this on Wednesday. Whenever I look to the west, it looks like all that's there is the mountains. You do not know that there's a whole, there's Las Vegas after the mountains, there's LA after the mountains, there's Orange County after the mountains, there's the salt flats after the mountains. I didn't even know they were there until I shot a movie for Promise Keepers and a teenager. I said, and we drove way out there, and I was like, how much more driving do we have to do? I said, we're almost there. Four hours later, are we still driving? You ready? We had to go through the mountains, which means you gotta go through some steep declines and some intense inclines to get to what's beyond what you can see. And in a month of meta, God says, your whole journey is going to make sense. You're going to understand why you had to go so low. You're going to understand why you had to go high. Whenever you're going to the mountains in Denver, there's this pass, uh, Eisenhower Tunnel. Anybody know about that here? All right, that's me. All right. Eisenhower Tunnel, to me, is a test of faith. It's a test of faith. Uh, I've spoken in the mountains several times, and, and we would go, and we would go up there. I was like, well, is there an airport up here we can just go to? Y'all just let me go. Right, but we would go, and then I like driving because I think that people drive too passively. So I don't need somebody to drive me. I'll drive myself. You sit there, and you navigate, and I'll drive. And so I'm driving, and then all of a sudden, that 30%, that 30% decline, I said, who about Shayanda Baha? And then when we finally got to the end of it, I was like, okay, we good. And then all of a sudden, when it started going up, hey, Bob, I was like, Lord, keep me. And then I was like, the only thing between the valley and the street is this little piece of metal right here? I said, the devil is alive. I said, no, I don't want to go skiing. I don't want to go snowboarding. I don't want to go mountain viewing, mountain high. I don't want to do nothing. Keep me on the ground. But for some of you, watch me. All of what's caused you anxiety... All of these declines, all of these inclines, all of these twists and these turns in your meta month, I need you to say, I'm getting beyond all of that. Last definition of meta, it means a higher or a second order. Everything about your life will be higher in your meta month. Your thinking is going to be higher. I said your thinking is going to be higher. Your circle is going to be higher. Your friendships are going to be higher. You ready? Your emotional stability is going to be higher. Stuff you were crying about in February, you're going to look at in March and say, I'm too legit to quit, boo. You don't. I'm going to touch somebody next to you and say, this is your meta month. On Wednesday, I taught you this, that you need to name it. Because God creates and forms situations and circumstances, then brings them to you to see what you name them. And in your meta month, hear me, and in, quite frankly, for the rest of your life, everything you experience is going to be based on what you name it. Genesis 2.19. Now, out of the ground, the Lord had formed every beast of the field, every bird of the heavens, and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. You cannot control what God forms, but you can control what, he, what you call it. Bible literally says that he forms beasts, which means these are not easy to deal with. He forms beasts, which means these are difficult circumstances and difficult situations, but he forms them nonetheless. Look at me. You can't control what it creates. And then the Bible says he took a rib out of the man and then he formed Eve, the woman. And literally God gave him double. Pay attention. God takes in order to add. Here's God's math. Whenever he wants to multiply you, he first allows division. 
Here's God's math. Whenever he wants to add, he first allows subtraction. And whatever you name it, that's what it is. And I've taught you this, and I need you to get the power of this. You cannot call this thing negative. You got to call this thing positive. You cannot say that this is overwhelming you. You need to say, I got this. Whatever you name it, that's what it's going to be. Open your mouth and say, I need to name my situations. Huh? Why? Because Revelation 5.10 says that he has made us to be kings and priests to our God, which means we are spiritual and we are successful. It's not either or, it's both and, which means I can walk into the church and give God glory and then go into the boardroom and negotiate deals. I can speak in t unknown tongues in church and then I can go speak in business tongues in the boardroom. And for some of you, watch me, you keep thinking it's either or. It's not either or, it's both and. Watch me. They're going to call on you because of your spirituality. Y'all not saying nothing to me. The invitation I got last week wasn't because I was trying to be like them. It's because I was being me and they called on what it is that. Would you touch somebody next to you? Please tell them, say, you got to name this thing. You, you're a king and a priest. You're spiritual and you're successful. You got money and you're spiritual. You know how to handle business and you know how to give God a praise. Let me make sure you ain't too bougie to give God a praise. On three, go up. One, two, three, go. Let me make sure you ain't too stuck up to give God a shout. Let me make sure you're not too stuck up to give God glory. Somebody say hallelujah. God has made us kings and priests. And where are we supposed to reign? On the earth. Which means whatever we name it in this domain, it is what we name it. God created it, brought it to Adam because the earth, this is our domain. If you're mad about what's happening on the earth, it's because you're being a punk instead of a king. What do you mean by punk? You're not walking in the authority that you have. And I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, there's a whole king in you. There's a... I told you, you're going to talk to your neighbor a lot today. So if you sit next to somebody who don't want to talk or they're a little antisocial, that's okay. Reach over them and elbow somebody else and just say, there's a whole king in you. There. You're not some grasshopper. You're not some failure. You're not some mistake. You're not some loser. You are king and a priest. And you were born not to just pay bills and die. Come on, 915. But you were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. Kings don't vote. Kings don't get co-signers. Kings don't need somebody else to agree. Kings decide and decree themselves. You have to say this for yourself. This will be my best year ever. And I don't care who don't like it. I decided it and I decreed it. You have to say, I will owe no man anything except to love them. And I don't care who says I'm supposed to be broke down, busted, and disgusted. I decide and I decree. You have to tell yourself, you're not going to deal with these emotional ups and downs this year. Why? I decide and I decree. Job 22, 28. You will decide and decree a thing. And it will be established for you. Some of you, here's your problem. You don't make decisions. You check conditions. You making it to what you said you're going to make it to is conditional for you. If this happens, then I'll do it. God says, well, then I'm not going to send you anything to help you do it. Because I'm expecting you to be a king. <laughs> not part of the Senate. Not part of Congress. Which means you have to decide, I will accomplish X. Once you make that decision, then you have to declare, I will accomplish X. And then what is God going to do? I'm going to establish some things for you. What does that mean? I'm going to give you a foundation from which to do it from. I prophesied of 50 of y'all in this building and online. What you decide today, you're going to have a plan for tomorrow. Uh, I said, what you decide today, you're going to have a plan for tomorrow. And it will be established for you. Look at the next part. And the light of God's favor. He doesn't give favor to be comfortable. He doesn't give favor for you to do nothing. A lot of people say, I want God's favor. I want God's favor. For what? You don't do nothing. People like me need it because we're going to do something with it. Look at the neighbor and say, if you ain't going to do nothing, I need your favor. I... You don't need favor to do what you've mastered. You don't need favor to do what you've been doing. You need favor when you're about to step out on faith. You need favor when you're about to do something nobody else in your family has done. You need favor when you're about to break a curse. You need 
What is favor? It's preferential treatment. It's when God leans in your direction. He says, and then, and then the light of God's favor will shine upon your ways. You'll know what to do. You'll know when to do it. You'll know how to do it. The reason you don't have those answers is because you haven't decided and you haven't decreed. So you can't get to meta until you use your mouth. I'm going to say it again. You can't get to meta until you use your mouth. I don't know what some of you are thinking, but Bishop, you didn't hear the report I got last week. I don't care the report you got last week. Don't nobody care nothing about that. None of that matters. I just need to know what your decision is and what your decree is. Bishop, I'm just not succeeding because you haven't decided to succeed. Because when you make the decision, I don't care. I was watching a video yesterday of a 19-year-old who is the youngest Amazon millionaire. His first car was a McLaurin. For those of you and all that stuff, I don't like all that. That just sounds like high insurance premiums to me. I don't like all that. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All, right, um, he, he, all this, and he's 19, and, and they talk about when he started his first business in, in the e-commerce space when he, was, uh, when he was only 14, and that he had made his first sale from somewhere, and he said it was a euphoric high. And then watch me. He's got these different uh, uh, warehouses in different places in the United States, and he says, I learned which products to sell, he said, because most people are trying to sell boutique stuff. He said, that's why it's not selling, because now you got to go market what you're selling. He said, I learned to sell stuff that other companies were paying the marketing for. Trying to help somebody. See, once he decided to succeed, God gave him the right ways to take. And I need you to hear me. You're going to have a plan on how to do it this month. Lift your hands and worship God. That favor is about to shine on your ways. And you're about to get a plan. Open your mouth. Say, he's giving me a plan. Come on, 915. Say, he's giving me a plan. Numbers 14, 28. Look at this. You can't get to meta until you use your mouth. He says, I will do exactly I will do to you exactly, I will do to you exactly what I heard you, which means even if you, your thinking is off, make sure your confession is right. Even if you're thinking, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Don't you say that. Shut your mouth and open up your mouth and say, all things are working together for my good. I rebuke you thinking that your thoughts have that much power over you. I rebuke you giving in to fear and to doubt and to unbelief. I need you to open up your mouth and say, this will be my best year of life ever. Come on, 915, say, I'm in my meta month. I will do exactly as I heard you say. So when you say you're stressed out, he says, I'm going to do it to you. Do it, do it, do it. When you say it, nothing's working for me. God says, I'm going to do that to you. When you say, nothing is changing for me. God says, I'm going to do that to you. I'm just not sure if I'm good at this. God says, you won't be. Ready? I'm just not sure if I can do this. God says, you won't. This is because you haven't decided and you haven't decreed. I need every king, lay your hands on yourself in this building and online. Say, I will decide. I will decree. That's what kings do. And my mouth is going to bring me meta. Let's prophesy. Say my money is meta. Say my investments are meta. Say my thinking is meta. Say my family is meta. Say my circle is meta. Say everything I touch is meta. I use my mouth to manifest meta. Put a praise behind that right there. Put a praise behind that right there. Because before March 31st is here, you're going to be driving what you said. You're going to be living in what you said. You're going to be walking in what you said. Open your mouth, 915. Shall matter. So watch. So watch. You see an example of meta in Exodus. By the way, the title of this message is called Every Delay. Say it. sometimes when you're on your way to meta there's delays there's disruptions and you have to make sure your delay doesn't change your decree or your decision you gotta make sure your delay doesn't change your decree or your decision but bishop it's been three years i understand but don't let your delay deter your decision 
and your decree. So look at Exodus 13, 17. We were almost there. When Pharaoh finally let the people go. I don't eat sugar candy, but I had them to go get one of these. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that. Come on, be a good church. Here's how God gives breakthrough. You ready? He gives it in pieces. And if you get weary because you didn't get all of it, God was like, here goes one car for your Turo fleet. Here goes one, one bill that you paid off on your way to debt freedom. Here goes one day you weren't depressed, y'all. He breaks it off in pieces. Look at the screen. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, God gives broken breakthrough. I don't like your silence. He gives broken breakthrough. What does this mean? I'm going to give you a piece of it. Now, I got these other pieces here. When Pharaoh finally let the people go, that's after 430 years and 10 plagues. That's after 430 years and 10 plagues. Watch me. God says, here you go. Now, this is the appetizer. Don't settle for good when great is available. And I came to tell some of y'all, in your march, God says, you about to get the rest of your kit. I, oh my, in your march, you about to get the rest of your breakthrough. Come on, 915, say, I'm ready. He's ready. Let go. God gives broken breakthrough. He never gives it all together. And he'll, watch me, he'll let you see the wrapping. Just so that you know there's more. Because you're going to be like, all I got was this. And he's going to say, but I let you see me. Why did he let you walk that house? Why did he let you walk that property? Why did he let you travel to that city? Why did he let you go to that car lot? Why did he let you see that bank account? Why, 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 why? Why, 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 why? Why, 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 why? Because I give broken breakthrough. You ain't getting it all. You ain't getting it all. Because if I give that all to you, I know you. You'll stop serving, so I ain't giving it. You'll stop being faithful, so I ain't giving it. You'll stop giving, so I ain't giving it. Say broken breakthrough. I'm almost done. God, listen to this. God, dog. God did not lead them along the main road that runs through the Philistine territory. Go to the next part. Even though that was the shortest route to the promised land. Because God says, if they're faced with a battle, they might change their minds and want to go back to the hell I brought them out of. So, so watch me. Look at the next part. So the Bible says, go to the next part. So the Bible says, so God led them. Look at me. In a roundabout. I hate roundabouts. Anybody else beside me hate driving roundabouts? I hate driving roundabouts because. And for some of you, this is what your life felt like. It's going to be a great year. And then he sent you in a circle. This is finally going to work. And then he sends you in a circle. It's finally getting ready to happen. Then he sends you in a circle. Somebody you were depending on that you thought was going to come through. They fall through. So he sends you in a circle. Look at me. So God led them in a roundabout way through the wilderness. You ready? Toward the Red Sea. You routed me? A long way to only bring me to an impossibility. But every delay, catch the message, is to my benefit. So can I break the verse down? Can I break the verse down? Let me break the verse down. 
Give me five minutes and we out. Look at this. Verse 17. So God didn't lead them along the main road. So what did he do? He took them on back roads that nobody saw. People see you shouting, they have no clue how many back roads you've been on. They have no clue how many back roads you've been on. They, know, they have no clue that you got one yes after 45 no's. They, they don't know your story. Which is why since you don't know my story, don't say nothing to me when I release my praise. I... Come on, fist bump somebody say, I've been on a lot of back roads. Yeah, you were crying some nights. You were calling people you shouldn't have called some nights. You were dealing with mess that was taking you out, taking you down, depressing you, frustrating you, giving you anxiety. God kept you on a lot of back roads. Watch me. He says, I'm not taking them on the main road. Which means you watching other people on Instagram showing their main road. And you sitting here sharing a dirt road. They out on Grape Street and you in a little alleyway behind the houses. You ready? Everybody else, they see in public victory. And they're not seeing your private breakdowns. I'm so glad God covered you. I'm so glad Rolls Royce, when you have a Rolls Royce and your car breaks down, they, they come pick it up on a flatbed. And they pick it up on a flatbed, they cover the car. Why? Because they say, we don't ever want the public to see our vehicles broken down. And I need you to hear me. God has made sure that despite how many breakdowns you've had, nobody knew just how many back roads you had to go through. For every person where you've had to back roads, you've had to travel through. I need you to worship God for three seconds that he got you through it. Three. Two. Watch. He didn't take him down the main road. Why? He says this runs through Philistine territory. Now you know Philistines because Goliath was a Philistine that fought David. The Philistines were a perpetual enemy of the Hebrews. Everybody look at me. There are some enemies that God leaves alive to keep you right. There are some battles, watch me, that God says you're going to have this battle every year. Mm. Why? Because this is the battle that keeps you humble. This is the battle that keeps you in prayer. This is the battle that doesn't make you think, I don't believe in organized religion. To hell with that. It was organized religion that got you to where you are. Sometimes there are battles that God will give you By the way, Christianity is not a religion. Religion is man's unsuccessful attempt to get to God. Christianity is God's very successful attempt to get to us. You ready? So God says, there's some battles I'm going to give you because you're not going to forget the God that got you here. He says, so there's some battles that's going to show up every year. The Philistines were a perpetual enemy for the Hebrews. They were an enemy in Exodus. They were an enemy in Deuteronomy, which means to repeat. Numbers, Leviticus. Watch me. Uh, 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 uh. Joshua had to deal with him. David had to deal with him. Saul had to deal with him. Everybody had to deal with this enemy because it took an enemy to perfect the enemy. I'm glad they talk about you. It makes you question, well, is that true or not? You ready? Philistine territory. You ready for this? Say hostile. God says, I didn't want to take them through unnecessary hostility. Say indifferent. This is the definition of Philistine. He said, I didn't want them to become indifferent. Because some of you, here's your problem, is that you, you're not hot or cold. You don't care. Your comfort has got you on chill mode. Elbow somebody next to you, say, say, say that's got to end today. Look, this is the next definition of Philistine. Uneducated. God says, I didn't want you around some uneducated ninjas. Why? Because they were going to pull you out of your character and make you water down who you were to fit the level of where they were. So I didn't take you down to Philistine territory. Next definition, to wallow in mud. Who does that? Pigs. Because I didn't want you just wallowing in mud. What is the mud comprised of? The dirt and their waste. God says, I don't want you rolling in the dirt and your waste. I don't want you wallowing because that means all you're doing is going in circles in your own mess. Prophesy to somebody next to you, say, that's over today. 
You ain't going to be wallowing as woe as me. No, ain't no woe as me. It is great is the Lord that is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Look at the next one. You ready? Indulge in an unrestrained way. God says, I didn't take you down the main road because you would have got trifling. You would have started indulging. It would have went from a sip to a bottle. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. God says, I didn't want you indulging. I didn't take you down the main road. Because for some of you, you weren't ready for that type of attention. Because you don't know how to handle a compliment and not take your drawers off. So I didn't, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me? I'm preaching like the 1115 now. You, you didn't know how to handle somebody saying, hey, without talking about. He says, you will become unrestrained. You'll spend everything you have. So he said, I didn't take you down the main road. I taught you how to budget. I took you on a back road. You ready? He says, I let you get a lot of money. And then God says, then I shut that down. He said, why did I shut it down? He said, because I didn't want you to indulge in a way to where you became irresponsible. Look at your neighbor and say, oh, how he loves me. Look at this. Invade. He didn't take him to the Philistine territory. He says, there's some things that will invade your life if I take you down the main road. And you'll become arrogant. You'll become pompous. You'll become ungrateful. And then the last one, it means to roll. He says, there's some things I did not want to roll in your life. So I did not take you down the main road. Say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even though that was the shortest route. Every delay. Come on, Aphrodite has been to your benefit. You ready? He says, if they're faced with a battle, which means this is going to be bigger than they're ready for now. This is going to be bigger than they're ready for now. So I needed to stretch their capacity so that I could stretch their meta so that they would qualify for what's ahead. So you keep saying upgrade meta, but do you understand meta means more responsibility? Everybody gets excited about harvest time, but do you not know that's the time to work? Seed was easy. This was easy. Now you got to go put order and structure to your harvest. That's the, and I need you to prophesy to somebody next to you. Say, meta is your harvest month. Say, but that means you got to work hard this month to organize your blessing, to organize your favor. He says, everybody's saying, everybody's saying. He said, they might change their mind because they ain't ready for this. I don't think you're ready for this. And he said, after 430 years and 10 plagues, he said, they might change their minds. They're not listening. He said, after 430 years, John, that they might change their minds. After 10 plagues, they might change their mind because they didn't recognize the benefit in the delay. And they may want to return to Egypt. What does Egypt mean in Hebrew? Shut in, restraint, misery, tribulation, distress. He said that might look more attractive because it's predictable gotta hear me. You cannot have comfort and change in the same place. I need you to touch the person on the shoulder. And if you're next to somebody that ain't really talking and touching, just reach around them. I bet you they'll get with the program. Online, you tap, you, you chat somebody. Say, I rebuke your comfort. I rebuke your comfort. Say, because change is here. This is your meta month. He's ready. I prophesy that you're ready. Let's go. Everybody stand in the building at home. Look at me. Look at me. Delay is crazy because it's paradoxical. It means it simultaneously combines two contradictory elements just like fire does in the Bible. Because fire means this, antagonism 
hostility, opposition. Say delay. delay. Plus passion, passion. Excitement, excitement, and zeal at the same time. I'm being antagonized, but it's increasing my passion. I'm dealing with hostility, but it's increasing my excitement. I'm dealing with opposition, but it's giving more, more zeal. Which means the delay should make me want to pull back. But the delay ends up making me press. Woo! 9.15, we got to go. But I just need you to prophesy with your hands. Say, I'm not pulling back. I'm pressing. Look. Jeremiah 29, or 20 and 9. <laughs> we got to go. I had to calm down. Because we would have been in here until 11. Jeremiah 29. This is Jeremiah experiencing delay. And Jeremiah said, I ain't going to make mention of him no more. I've been in delay. I ain't going to do this. I've been in delay. God, you don't want me to do it because it's taking too long. I dealt with offer after offer and deal after deal and problem after problem and situation after situation. I dealt with this, I dealt with this, I dealt with this, I dealt with this. I dealt with this. Huh? You don't want me to do it. But I like big butts. <laughs> Cannot lie. You talking about me too, bitch? <laughs> Biblical butts. <laughs> he said all of bishop. Listen. <laughs> Everybody look at me. 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 In the month of March, hear me. It read one way. 22, 21, 20, 19, January 23, February 23. In the month of March, please hear me. We got to go up and we got to get out. You ready? In the month of March, there's about to be a comma and a but. I need you to rejoice that God's about to put a comma. What I thought was over. What I thought I would not make it, comma, when I thought it was over, comma, and a but. There's going to be a comma and a but. There's going to be a comma and a but. There will be a comma and a but. But his word was in my heart. Heart in scripture means mind. Like a burning. That's not how you say fire, 915. Like a burning shut up in my bones. Why is it in your bones? So that this time even you can't touch it. So that this time even you can't block it. So that this time you can't touch it to screw it up or mess it up. What are you trying to tell me, Bishop? God says you're too far into this now. You ain't going to be able to mess this up. You ain't going to be able to screw this up. I need you to shout fire and put a praise behind it. We got to go one, two, three. Put a praise behind it. Put a praise behind it. Put a praise behind it. Put a praise. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. In the building and online. So, Bishop, we standing in here. I'm talking to them four people at home that's still sitting. Where did the delay take them to? The Bible says that the Lord routed them where? To the Red Sea. Where did the, where did the delay route them to? The Red Sea. I'm going to ask you again. They could have walked across on land. God didn't take them that way. He delayed them and made them get to the Red Sea. Now, you got one more shout, 915. Say, there's another shout in the building. Online, type it. There's another shout in the building. There's another shout in the comments. There's another shout on Facebook. Where did the delay take them to? Say it one more time. The Red Sea. Now, watch me. Red Sea in Hebrew has two different definitions. They sound the same but they're different. 
If you look on the screen, you'll see a hurricane. That's one storm. Hear me. One storm can spawn tornadoes, floods, and rain. For some of you, you haven't been in multiple storms. You've been in the same storm for years. Because the enemy got a glimpse of what was ahead. And you've been in the same storm for years. But every... Here's the last shout. Here's the last shout. Here's the last shout. The delay took them where? To the Red Sea. Red Sea has two different meanings. Here's the last shout in the building. You ready? When I say you're ready, I need you to talk so I know you got it. You ready? Red Sea means the end of the storm. If you look on the screen, every hurricane has what's called four quadrants. The most intense quadrant is number four. The worst part of the storm is the fourth quadrant. That is the end of the storm. But the second definition of Red Sea, you ready? It means the storm is ending. You already missed your shout. Which means when I'm in the worst part of the storm, that is my indication that this storm is about to be I need you to fist bump three people and say your storm is over go to a, two more people your storm is over your storm is over God got you to the Red Sea God got you to an impossible situation but your storm is over your storm is over can I get you to release a praise? There's one more shot in the building that your storm is just about. Yay! It's the worst part. Look at it right there on the screen. It's the worst part. What that means, it's just about over. It won't always be like this. The Lord will perfect that concerning me. Why? Sooner or later, it'll turn in my... What is it doing? It's turning around for me. Come on, say sooner or later. It'll turn in your favor. <laughs> say it's, it's turning around for me. Uh -uh, come on now, 15. We have to go. I promise you we have to go. But I need you to speak this in your manama. Say sooner or later. It'll turn in my favor. It's turning around for me. Say later is this month. Sooner or later, it'll turn. Say that line again. Everybody, open your mouth. Say it. that's the whole line. That's the whole line. Come on, open your mouth. Say it. Say it. Say it. It'll turn. Come on, 915, open your mouth and say it sooner. It'll turn. What is it doing? It's turning. Say it again. It's turning around. Can you just look at somebody? Even if you can't sing, just say the words. Just say the word. Tell them it's turning around. In the comments, I need you to type that. It's turning around. It's turned around. It's turned. It ain't about to turn. That thing has already started turning. It's turned. Heads about eyes closed in this building. End of the line. We got to go.
This was the 915. I'm glad I bought some Jordans for the 1115. Listen. <laughs> you ready? Here's about eyes closed in this building and online. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. It can't turn unless you know the King of Triumph. And today, if you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, this is your day. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, but you've not been faithful to him, this is your day. Thirdly, if you're like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand, but I want to be sure. In this building and online, online, when I count to three, you're going to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. In the building, you're going to slip your hand up right where you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I come against guilt. I come against the enemy telling you God doesn't love you. He loves you. One, two, three. Hands up in this building. Online, do that. Hand wave emoji or say it's me. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. Everybody pray this for me quickly. Say, Father, thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall, if I fail, give me the grace to get right back up. This is my meta month. It's turned around for me. In Jesus' name. You just prayed that prayer. Take your phone out. Scan the QR code on the screen or text the word HARVEST to 55498. Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd, and I'm your shepherd. You can live in Denver, Atlanta, anywhere across America, around the world. Be a part of the Harvest family. How do you do that? You just text the word HARVEST to 55498 or scan that QR code. Did y'all get something out of this word today? I said, did y'all get something out of this word today? Listen. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Hey, Cricket customers, Max with ads is included with your Cricket $60 unlimited plan at no additional cost. Max is the streaming platform where you can watch Scoob, Meg 2 The Trench, The Nightmare on Elm Street Collection, and so much more. Remember me. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. We've never seen this before. Max, the one to watch for a good scream with Cricket. Phone plan streams in standard definition. Programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See cricketwireless.com for details. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at usaa.com bundle. USAA. Restrictions apply.